All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Tristan Beatty, and I'm here with Devin Klein. Uh, we're going to bring here to you uh, a little podcast uh, called Pigskin Talk, and every week we're going to talk about, dive into dif- different things with uh, football and everything that's happened throughout the league. Uh, so just to get into things, we're going to talk about this week's news that popped up. Uh, first thing that we're going to talk about is uh, news about Derrick Henry. So Derrick Henry uh, had C- – what's more than likely going to be season-ending foot surgery this week. And uh, we're going to kind of talk about that and what this means for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so, Devin, do you have any input on that? Well, first of all, the base for the Titans is now going to depend on if Ryan Tannehill can throw the football more than five yards and complete his uh, receivers. Julio Jones has been out multiple weeks this year already. Uh, seen some struggles. A.J. Brown had a really big week last week, so... If A.J. Brown can continue his play and Julio Jones can step it up a little bit, I think the Titans will be fine. Same place they would be, uh, not deep around in the playoffs, not making it to the Super Bowl, but just a decent decent team. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> you know, the Titans have really been a run-heavy team. Uh, without Derrick Henry, I know they did pick up Adrian Peterson, uh, but I'm not sure with his age how much he can produce. Uh, and they're going to have to rely heavily on Ryan Tannehill's arm uh, and it's going to be remain to be seen whether that is going to be good for them or cause them to uh, lose some games or miss out this year. Uh, I do believe they still will get to the playoffs this year, uh, but in the playoffs they might have a struggle not having a dominant run game. But the good thing is, uh, well, potentially, I think I heard news that Derrick Henry may potentially come back in the playoffs. So if he does, he could provide some help, but who's, who knows at this point. I mean, what – kind of run game will it even be if Derrick Henry's back after being out? Yeah, I mean, obviously I mean, Derrick, Derrick Henry's a horse uh, in the league. Uh, he probably wouldn't be able to have the workload, obviously, if he did come back this year. Uh, but having that weapon on the field does at least make the defense look at, yeah. look at him. But it is going to be important, like you said, uh, how healthy A.J. Brown and uh, Julio Jones is going to be this year, uh, the rest of the season, because they're going to be big parts without Derrick Henry in the lineup. Uh but uh, so do you believe that Tennessee Titans can get to the playoffs at least? I think they'll at least make it, but I'm thinking probably a first round, maybe second round, first round exit for sure. Yeah. Lock. Yeah, they, uh, they really have a tough opponent this week too against the Rams, uh, and we're going to see how that turns out. But going to our next kind of topic, we're going to dive into the Saints. Uh, so we heard news about Jameis Winston being ruled out for the season with a torn ACL. Uh uh, that's big news for the Saints. Just they they have Taysom Hill out. That he's kind of battling some injuries, but uh, their starter right now is Trevor Simeon, which we all know he hasn't done jack shit right now. I mean, he's been on the Broncos a little bit, and we've seen a little bit from them. But uh, I mean, he did have a good game when he came in this week against uh, who did they play again? They oh yeah against the Bucks. the Bucks. Yeah, they had a really good win, but I just. Don't know if he can carry them the rest of the season. Well, I don't think either guy, Taysom Hill or Simeon, can do it. But I think they have a better chance with Simeon because Taysom Hill cannot throw a football to save his life. I think they uh, go with Simeon for the rest of the year. And if um, Jameis Winston is still dancing with crutches, I think they're going to be a playoff team as well because Alvin Kamara is going to carry him. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. You know, they're sitting in an all right spot, especially after getting a division win against the Bucks. Uh, but there's a lot of season to be played. 
And uh, we're going to see. I, I hope they do still incorporate Kamara in the lineup because he is a big uh, key part to that team. And there was also recent news that Michael Thomas for sure is out this whole year. Uh, so that's a weapon they're not going to be able to have. But we're going to see uh, what Trevor Simeon can do with this team, which, I mean, the Saints have a really good coach, and Sean Payton's a great guy. To, I mean, with he's something like Bill Belichick, and, you know, they both uh, have great schemes when they have to work with what they have, and I think they could be fine this year, but it really deflates their chances in the playoffs, I believe. Well, I think Jameis Winston really either threw the ball to Alvin Kamara or chucked it. 40 yards yeah. down the field and double coverage. So I think it, no matter who they start, they can do the same thing that they did with Jameis. Yeah, his stat line was always like maybe 25 throws yeah. the game and only about 180 yards, but he'd have like three deep balls yeah. and the rest would just be chuck downs. But uh, we're going to see if the game plan has to change a little bit because I'm sure Trevor, Trevor Simeon doesn't have the arm that Winston does, but we'll find out, I guess, the rest of the year. This is my favorite um, news of the week that Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Yeah, yeah that's our next segment. Uh, uh, if you guys don't already know, uh, me and Devin are big uh, Bears fans here. So we will be talking about the Bears. This is karma is what this is. This isn't like Aaron Rodgers, oh no, he got COVID. No, this is God punishing him for saying that to Bears fans, saying he owns us. He fucking owns us. Well, I mean, he does this, own us a little bit. Well, but yeah, I mean, right. yeah, we all know that, but you don't have to say it. You know, like we got it. Well, I we just I faced the matter at this point. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just pointless that you have to say that. Everyone knows you don't need to say it. This is karma, is what this is. And he, I mean, uh, everyone except for Matt Nagy, I hope recovers from COVID one hundred percent. Matt Nagy can recover, but he can't come back as the coach. <laughs> Yeah, he can, he can stay in he can, Health is very important, so we need to make sure Matt Nagy is taking his time. And Yeah, so what Devin was talking about, news uh, came out this week that Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID, uh, and uh, that's a big hit for them. Uh, not sure when he's going to come back. For sure he's going to be out this week. Uh, but with him not being uh, vaccinated, there is a lot of, I think, time that he's going to have to miss more than other people. Uh, but... You know, this week the Packers announced that Jordan Love's going to make his first start this year. Uh, and they have a big opponent against the Chiefs, which, I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, but this year they have not shown what they can do. Uh, but, I mean, what do you think they, if Jordan Love can carry them to the win this week? Well, honestly, I think Jordan Love is going to be a good quarterback. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, jokes aside, is one of the greatest of all time to ever play the game. And, He's Jordan Love's been learning behind Aaron Rodgers for what two, three years now, and going against this terrible defense of Kansas City. I think Jordan Love's going to have a pretty big game. He he's got to make some mistakes, obviously, as like this is his first real start. I think, isn't it? Isn't it I believe start? so. I'm not sure. I think sure. this is his first start, even if it's not. He's, he's probably gonna, gone in a couple times, but well, I know, I know, preseason too. Yeah. He's played, but this this Chiefs defense this is definitely is the first limelight moment for him. I mean, this is Chiefs defense is awful. I know. This is a very interesting game this week uh, because the Chiefs have just been struggling, just ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Mahomes or what's going on over there. I mean, they didn't lose anyone compared to last year, but they just – Same offense. They just – I don't know what's going on. Mahomes is just stressed, you know. Life's getting to him. His brother's getting to him. His yeah, brother sure. dancing on Sean Taylor's thing. It is a curse. He's got it too put, many uh, distractions. It man. put a curse on the Chiefs when he danced on Sean Taylor, on Sean Taylor's number after the – Retirement of his Yeah, jersey. but I'm, I am, I mean, I'm not a, obviously I'm not, I don't like the Packers, but I am excited a little bit to be able to see Jordan Love in action this week and see what he can do. I mean, we have seen throughout the league, though, most young quarterbacks have struggled when they first get into the league. 
uh, numerous quarterbacks, so I don't expect a whole lot from him. Um, I do think he could potentially lead this team to a win over the Chiefs just because the Chiefs have been struggling. Uh, but uh, big news was Devontae Adams got cleared back from COVID, so that's a big weapon that they're still going to have. Uh, but I'm sure they're going to rely heavily on the run game with Aaron Jones. So I think the, what decides the winner of this game is if the Packers defense comes to play or not. If the Packers defense is there, Mahomes struggles like he has all year, the Packers should find a way to easily win this game. Because I think both teams are going to be able to put up points if the Packers defense is struggling. And in a shootout, I will take Patrick Mahomes over a rookie quarterback every time. Yeah. I mean, we, we all know the the potential that the Chiefs have on offense. And we, I mean, every week we think that they're going to ba- have a bounce back game and impress us and finally say, well, now the Chiefs are back. But, I mean, it has not been there all year yet. So we're just kind of waiting. Uh, this could be the game, but well, I guess we'll find out. But uh, the last kind of big news of this week was uh, that Von Miller got traded to the Rams uh, from the Broncos to the Rams. Uh, they, I think they traded a second round and third round pick for him. And, I mean, what are your thoughts on this trade and who do you think ultimately uh, came out on top? This is kind of a difficult one to assess because obviously Von Miller's past his prime. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just don't think he's as good as he was. I think the Rams signed him for this year just because they want big names, L.A., Lights, everything. But I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. So I don't, I don't think they should re-sign him to a long-term deal. I think that's a waste of their money when they have so much talent around. I think that they should keep him this year, see how it does. I think they're just – what Sean McVay has proven to do is he doesn't care about picks. He wants to win now. He's given away so many picks. I think they don't even have a first rounder next year or a second. I don't know. I think they have four picks next year in total because he gave away all of his picks for trades and everything, especially the Stafford trade and now this one. I think the Rams, Rams, I think, are my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Besides the Bears, but if that doesn't work out, then it's the Rams. I agree. Uh, I mean, I thought the Rams were at least a few weeks ago just with how much they impressed me. They have so many weapons on their team. Uh, I, I I believe that Stafford has made a huge difference, that big trade there, because uh, Goff is just god-awful. I, 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 um, I don't know why he's a quarterback still. But anyways, I mean, Stafford has always shown potential in the Lions, but the Lions have just been – they're just a Lions shitty franchise. Lions. Yeah, they're a shitty franchise. Yeah. I mean, that was not the place for him to succeed. Uh, but – with this, I mean, Von Miller's 32 years old right now. So, I mean, he's not that old, but obviously he's getting up there in age. But he, the problem is he's had some injuries. And if they sign him to, like, a five-year deal, that yeah. would be, what, 30, 37 but then? Their defense is just loaded right now. You know, you got Aaron Donald. Uh, you got um, – Ramsey. Ramsey. You got uh, Leonard Floyd. You now got Von Miller. They have so many weapons. and they got a good pass rush. And then you look at all the weapons they have on offense. You got Stafford. You got Cub. You got Robert Woods. You got Henderson. You got Sonny Michelle. There's just so many things that, uh, especially with how the Chiefs are going, I don't. they're definitely my favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I don't think they're going to have too much competition either. I mean, I thought the Cardinals were going to be up there. But the last couple of weeks, the Cardinals have kind of uh, they're shown. They're inconsistent, I feel like. Yeah, they're I don't think they're quite ready. Uh, they don't really have a great running back, which I think does hurt them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I do think the Rams are going to succeed, and Sean McVay is a great coach. And like you were saying, I think their goal is to win right now. Um, they have all the weapons right now. There is no point of them 
extending this five or six years, they're going to be good now. And they need to try to pounce on that opportunity and try to get a Super Bowl this year. I think the Broncos, however, are they're getting a bad price, but I think it's going to work out for them in the end because second and third round draft picks have proven to be kind of a moneymaker for a franchise recently with uh, all the picks coming later instead of first round that have kind of shown out. And I think that they're getting something back, but I don't know if it was worth only two picks for Von Miller. Yeah, the thing about the Broncos, uh, I, I think it does help them a little bit because right now they, I mean, they're all right, but I mean, they got off to a good start this year, but they were playing shitty Their teams. Their offense is atrocious. Their first few games, they went up against the worst of the worst. Uh, I can try to pull it up here, but they... the Jets, Texans... Jags, I think. Something like that. But the worst teams in the league, and they got off to a hot start, but ever since then they've just been horrible. I just – Teddy Bridgewater's not a franchise quarterback. Uh, they do have some talent receivers. You know, you got Sutton, you got Judy, and some other guys like that. But um, I don't think – they're you know, they're not ready to win right now. So I think that this trade uh, helps them for their future. You know, I think they're a team that can maybe be good and maybe – you know, four to five years, but I think they're not ready yet. So obviously these picks being uh, acquired shows that they're looking towards the future, but they really need to go after a quarterback. Uh, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's the answer. I mean, he's fine, but they need something better at quarterback. I don't know what a second-round pick would do with them for quarterback, but I honestly don't know if there's going to be a star quarterback out of this draft class, except for maybe the Ole Miss and Pitt quarterback. Maybe, but, you know, there's always uh, diamonds in the rough out of yeah, drafts. But exactly. I do think that they could be also trying to acquire them just for a trade. I mean, they yeah, have assets that could they could be using those picks to try to acquire someone in, uh, in a trade this offseason, which we'll, we'll see. I heard Broncos and Washington football team are looking at Trubisky to start next year. I mean... Trying to trade for Trubisky. I mean, you and me both know what we how we feel about Trubisky. He's, I mean, he's a nice guy, but nice I mean, guy. come on, uh, very nice guy. Which, I mean, maybe he did horrible because it was Matt Nagy. I mean, we we have yet to tell. I mean, time will tell when we, he, time to tell. He, but he, he lit us up in the preseason. He might be the best backup quarterback in the NFL. In preseason, he lit our asses up. Yeah, it was bad. But I actually do believe that. I think he is the best backup quarterback, and I think he should be a starter. I think he's better than I do. Yeah. What? Mike White. Mike actually I can't say that because Mike White went off last week and that's the only game we've seen, but he was the passing yards leader last week. I mean Heineke yards. is electric to watch, but he is not a good quarterback. Yeah. I think Trubisky can start there, he can start at Washington, he can start at and uh, there's some, Broncos. I, there's think, some, I think he's better than Teddy too. Yeah, though. there's some young quarterbacks that are questionable whether they're gonna make it in the league, like Zach Wilson is not He is a Nickelodeon game MVP, so he is a starting quarterback. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. But, <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting to see him on another team, to see how, yeah. how he can do and kind of see what the problem but was, whether it, it was Trubisky. But he does need to improve on his long passing. Yeah. His long it passing was, was awful, which it could have been the play scheme, but I don't. there's always an option to go deep in most plays, and he would, he, he would barely throw it past 10 yards. I mean, I can go on and on. We, I'm sure we can go on and on talking about we Trubisky. Could. But we uh, we'll, we'll see. Let's, I mean, I think overall in this trade, going back to the trade, I think that both teams benefited. I think it was a mutual benef- benefit. And uh, I think both teams got kind of something that they needed. 
And uh, I don't think there's any reason to keep Von Miller towards the end of his career if you're not winning now. Yeah, I, think I mean, they needed to get rid of him and they did that before he's real. before he's ready to go away. You might as well get something from him. Uh, and two, a second round third round pick is pretty good in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, those are valuable picks. Uh, draft picks are very valuable in the NFL. Uh, but now that we kind of went into news, we're going to kind of talk about uh, every Thursday. We're going to kind of talk about the upcoming week games, like at least the not- most notable ones, and kind of dive into them. Uh, kind of give our maybe our predictions on them, and maybe what we see from those teams. Uh, but we're kind of going to start off with tonight's game, Thursday night game against the. It's going to be the New York Jets versus the at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts favored by ten points. I think Jets win outright. I think they get their second win in a row. I don't I don't like the Colts. I don't think they're good. I think they've played decent of late, but I don't think they're a good team. I think the Jets won this game. Um yeah, I mean the Jets obviously are coming off a really good win. Uh it's obviously gonna boost their confidence. The the Colts, uh, you know, they've been alright this year. Uh they've had their struggles here and there. Uh, they put up a fight against the Titans, but they were up 14-0 uh, early in the game, and they kind of blew that game. Uh, but, you know, Jonathan Taylor's starting to do a lot better. Uh, the Colts are at home. I do – I still think that the Colts are going to win this game. I think it's close. I don't know if I'd say the Jets will win, actually, but – I would say that I think the Jets are going to make the cover. I think they're going to cover the the line of 10.5. Uh, I think it will be somewhat of a close game. Because uh, I don't think Colts are going to blow them out uh, by any means. Well, even if they are, at one point, you know Carson Wentz is going to have a stupid interception or two, and then the Jets will be right back in. Yeah, I don't have much faith in Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz... Terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's had his injuries, I and mean, don't get me wrong, but in Philly, he just was not the answer, and I don't think he's the answer at the Colts. He just doesn't know what he's doing. He get, feels pressure and he just feels like he has to do everything to try to get away from it and throws the ball, pitches it, runs, fumbles. Yeah. He fumbles more than any quarterback I've ever seen. I, I watched that, the Titans game, and the game before that, I don't remember who they were playing, and he just either fumbled it or picked it off every possession. Every yeah. time he runs, it's a fumble. Every Jonathan time. Taylor is really uh, starting to hold his, hold his own. Uh, he's starting to carry that team a little bit. If a team starts to uh, kind of defend that run game more, I think the Colts are going to struggle a little bit because I don't think they can rely on the pass. Um, but Pittman is a good wide receiver Pittman as well. had a hell of a game last week. Uh, he had two touchdowns and something like that. But he he's a really good receiver. Uh, they've had their struggles with T.Y. Hill, and I'm not sure what's going on. I know he's been hurt a little bit. but I think he's hurt again now. Yeah. He, got, he came back last week, and now he's hurt again. Yeah. So he hasn't really provided them anything. <laughs> Just follow Andrew Luck back home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, so I think uh, my prediction is that the this I think it's going to be a close game, but I I kind of predict the Colts are going to win in a close uh, fashion. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a lot of points scored. Uh, it could be just because you know both both teams have the ability to score, uh, but we'll, we'll see. I guess we don't really have an assessment on the Jets. Offense now, anyways. I mean, we get one game where he throws what four hundred, four hundred yards. But I think he had think a couple interceptions too. He had two interceptions, three touchdowns. I yeah, know for sure. I think. But the I Bengals mean, did. Count, Bengals gave up on that game. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely blew that lose. game. They weren't trying because Burrow had a late interception, I believe, yeah. when they were up by a, a score or something like that, and they gave him the ball like well in in like almost in almost in the red zone, I believe. Yeah. So uh, the Bengals did kind of choke that game. Uh, but going into the Sunday games, then 
Uh, we can, we'll start off with like kind of the noon games. Uh, the first game we're going to talk about is the Cleveland Browns at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, what are your uh, thoughts on that game, Dev? I think after an embarrassing loss to the Bengals, or the, the Bengals had an embarrassing loss to the Jets, I think the Bengals are going to bounce back this week. Favored by two and a half at home against the Browns, who scored 10 points last week. I mean, Odell Beckham's dad is talking shit on the franchise, on Baker Mayfield. OBJ has not done anything. Baker Mayfield has really not done anything since week one. Nick Chubb didn't do anything last week coming off uh, that injury that he just got back from. I think the Bengals win this, and I think they win it by a lot. I don't think there's going to be many points scored, but Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are just too good for the Browns, I think. Yeah, uh, I agree. I do think the Bengals are going to bounce back and get a win here. Uh, The Browns... They have a lot of talent, uh, but it's remained to be seen whether they can come together and actually uh, be a good, you know, cohesive team. Uh, they have the weapons there. Uh, I think they're going to, with OBJ not playing uh, anymore, which, I mean, he, I, don't, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I think Jarvis Landry's going to get a lot of work in that offense. Uh, you know, he sometimes has pitches and sometimes has a few uh, short catches, but it's going to be really important that, uh, you know, when they get – they still are waiting for uh, Kareem Hunt to get back from injury. Uh, but that that duo with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb is one of the best in the leagues. It is the best in the league. The, I mean, that tandem there is ridiculous. I mean, Kareem Hunt should be a starting running back somewhere, but he's the backup to Nick Chubb, who's a stud in the making. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure whether they're going to keep both those guys. I don't see that happening, uh, but – I don't. I can't tell if they're doing that because they like it, but I think they could get a lot for either one if they do decide to trade. But I think they will lose one to free agency. But what, which one would you rather have, Kareem Hunt or Chubb? I think that's a really tough uh, question. But I'd say Chubb just because he's younger. Yeah, I mean Chubb has had. Did he have an injury in college? I can't remember. I think he had one first year in the NFL. I think he tore his ACL first year in the NFL. Yeah, I, remember. I mean they both had their injuries, but I I do think Chubb is the better like runner i think hunt provides a little bit more pass catching uh but kind of hunt is a stud he is a stud after the catch he really is after the catch i mean him breaking tackles i mean i think he does it better than chubb but chubb just as a as a ground runner is very good really good i think he i mean obviously there's the henry's and kamara's of the league and dalvin cook went healthy but i think I think Chubb's up there with those guys. I think he's a really good running back. Yeah, so I do think that the Bengals at home do get this win. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how, how the Browns can perform. And it, I mean, who knows, Bengals after that tough loss, maybe they might be on the decline. But uh, next game we got is the Denver Broncos uh, at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think news is that Dak Prescott's going to return back for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but, I mean, they didn't even need him last week because they were facing Kirk Cousins in his uh, primetime game, and uh, they ended up getting a win with uh, Cooper Rush as their quarterback. I, mean, uh, I don't know how you can pay someone that much money to be that bad at quarterback. Yeah, I know. I mean... The Vikings are terrible. I mean, Kirk Cousins is terrible. The Vikings' offense should be way better than what it is. You lose to Cooper Rush, and you have Kirk Cousins, who's, what, $190 million worth? He is trash. That organization is trash. The coach is trash. But the Cowboys are favored by 10 in this game. With Dak Prescott playing over the Broncos, I'm taking the Cowboys. 
Yeah, let's not get too ahead of yourselves, Dev. I mean, we're talking the Viking. We're going to talk about the Vikings next, but uh, uh, I know There'll I, be more. I, I, I know, I know more. you have thoughts on them, but uh, let's see on this game. So um, I do think that the Cowboys do get the win with Dak back. Uh, the Broncos, like we said earlier, uh, are trying to kind of figure things out right now. Uh, they could pull off a win, I do believe, uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not. I can't. I will never put the Broncos probably winning another game against an okay team because that offense is just terrible, especially with Judy, who's been out for all season pretty much except for the first 10 minutes of the first game. Yeah, Judy did nothing last week. I don't know what was yeah, the deal. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he didn't he's look at one. I mean, he's healthy, but he's out because he's, yeah. he's not doing anything. I I can't – I mean, the Cowboys are looking really good this year. I think, I think the Cowboys make a run in the playoffs. I don't know how far they make it, but it's also the Cowboys. So I don't know, but I think the Cowboys are looking really good, and I cannot – I do not think the Broncos will cover either. I don't think. I mean, cover surprisingly, the the Cowboys are almost a favorite, uh, one of the favorites for Super Bowl, which is very surprising. I mean, especially when you consider the last couple of years, they they've had the talent there, but they have not figured everything out. Oh, so the maybe defense is the biggest thing, that, and they got that fixed with drafting Micah Parsons. Trayvon Diggs is having a good year, even though yeah. he can't really cover anyone, but he has all those picks. Yeah, the pieces are finally starting to at least uh, come together for Dan the Cowboys. Quinn's a great defensive coordinator, I think too. I think he. He has really turned that defense around, and they're looking really good. All right, last noon game, we got the Vikings at the Ravens. Uh, so uh, what's the spread on that one, uh, Dev? Vikings, or Baltimore is favored by six. I think this week what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick the Vikings so they can let me down so I can talk shit about them the rest of the time. I think they're going to – so I'm going to talk this game. Well, they are, they're not in a primetime game, so that has to benefit Kirk Cousins a little bit. Yeah, but I still think uh, – I don't – either way, I think I'm going to talk this game like I think the Vikings are actually going to win even though I don't. So like, I'm betting the Vikings, but I think the Ravens are going to win. I see what you're saying. So the Vikings are going to have a bounce back week this week. They're going to cover six points. They might even win outright. But I don't think they will. I think the Ravens will win. But I'm taking the Vikings so they can let me down, and I can talk shit about them in the future. Oh, don't worry. We'll talk shit about them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do think the, the Ravens have kind of been up and down this year. Uh, they've had some really dominant games, but they've almost beat some teams they should be blowing out. Uh, but, you know, it's the Vikings, so I can't have too much faith, at least from my perspective on the Vikings. So I do think the Ravens are going to win this game. Uh, go Vikings. Yeah, I, I will, well, I will not be saying go Vikings, but uh, let's go on to the afternoon games then. We got the Chargers at the Eagles. Uh, I think that this is a big game for the Chargers. They really kind of, they kind of need to bounce back. They've had some struggles the past couple weeks. <clears throat> I heard Herbert is still questionable for the game. I think that's why they're only favored by one and a half points on the road. But I don't like the Eagles. I think they had a fluke week. I mean, how can you have forty four points and your quarterback doesn't? But did he even not even have a touchdown? No, he did not. He didn't I have. Don't, a, he, I, I don't think I don't he think did. He had a touchdown. I don't yeah, think and he you did. score forty four points. And the week before that, they had an awful loss to the – wasn't to the Patriots, I believe. Yes. Yeah, they had an awful loss. I them. mean, Philly's defense isn't anything special. Philly's offense is terrible. Don't get me wrong. Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback. I think, uh, he's, I think he's a decent quarterback, but I don't think it's a franchise. I don't, I don't think no, they – I, I mean, he, he definitely has shown the potential there. I think he could be a good quarterback. Uh, the Eagles need to figure some things out. But, I do not get, though, why the Eagles are not giving the ball to Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders... Well, now he's out. Well, now he's out, but previously before, previously before, I mean, it's the coaching there. I don't know why they're not running on the either. running game a little bit more. They, I think he's averaging, like, 
42 passes a game, Jalen Hurts. I mean, which is fine because Jalen Hurts is a decent quarterback, but I don't – I think you need to have a run aspect. You need in, to have some sort offense. of run for a defense to have to look uh, to try to defend both. Uh, when you're only passing, it's a little easier to defend. And I think that the Eagles need to find a way to work in a run game. But I do believe that the Chargers are going to win this game. Um, and the over. 49 and a half. I think it's going to be the over. Yeah, it could be a high scoring game very easily. But uh, uh, we'll see about that. But then, then our next afternoon game, we got, we got the Cardinals at the 49ers. Uh, what's your thoughts about that, Dev? Um, Cardinals on the road. Uh, one and a half point underdogs against the 49ers. Really? I think it's because D Hop and Kyler Murray are both questionable. They are. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the news on whether they're going to play or not. Uh, but those are obviously huge keys to uh, the Cardinals, whether they can play. Uh, it looks like Kyler Murray did not practice today. Uh, and I'm not sure about D Hop, but it's going to remain questionable. He was whether limited at practice today. D Hop was? Okay. No, wasn't present at for the open portion of Thursday's practice and is expected to be listed as a non-participant on Arizona's official report for the second straight day. Yeah, it's just very – I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. I don't either. I don't I don't think the Cardinals – or, I mean, excuse me, I don't think the 49ers are good. I don't I either. think the Bears' defense made them look very good last week. I think the Cardinals should win this game. But because of no Kyler Murray and because of the lack of a star running back – and their best wide receiver, I think the 49ers. Oh, wow. You're going to love do. this. His, their backup quarterback is Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt McCoy from Texas. Yeah, the 49ers win this game. I think they cover easy. I think they win yeah, I mean, by at least 15. They got Kyle Murray questionable, Chase Edmonds questionable, DeAndre Hopkins questionable, A.J. Green out. I mean, they are just dealing with – and they got, a, a, they got center questionable and a left guard questionable. Well, so, first – if they were all healthy, I'd take Cardinals by 15. But because of all those injuries and because Colt McCoy is starting, i take the 49ers by at least 15. I think this is a tough one to predict at this time just because we don't have all the facts whether who's going to play or not. Uh, obviously, with some of those major keys out, I do think the 49ers will get the win. But obviously, if it, uh, Kyler Murray's in, I think he can carry them to the win. Uh, but now we'll go over to the primetime games. we got Sunday night game. we got the Titans at the Rams. Uh, Rams favored by seven and a half at home. Uh, I think I think the obviously they're thinking the Titans are gonna be yeah. hurting without Henry, yeah. which I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I mean, I do think they need to wait. Uh, they did just acquire Adrian Peterson, like we said. But how but much he, football shape do you think he's in? He might not be, but he also does not know the system yet. So I I don't even know if he's gonna play that much. Yeah, this so I week. think the Ram- I think the Rams win this one easy. I don't think anyone should overlook this one. I don't think. I mean, I think Ryan Tannehill can make plays happen, but I don't know if it will come against the Rams' defense. Yeah, with the Rams being at home, I think this is going to be a blowout game. I do. Uh, they, they, they've just been kind of clicking on all cylinders right now. I'm not sure if Von Miller is going to play this week. I, I mean, I doubt it. I, I, don't know I think if, he was practicing today, but I don't know. I, I think he plays. actually was limited today. I think they said something about his ankle, so I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup. Obviously, they still have weapons on the defensive end, but we'll yeah. see about that. And then finally, we got our Bears Monday night at the Steelers. Bears favored, or Bears underdogs by six points, but it doesn't matter. Steelers cannot score. Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback to ever play. Bears win this game by at least 35. 
35. Bold prediction. 35-0. Defense makes a huge comeback. Well, I don't know about you, but, I mean, I am a Bears fan, but uh, they haven't really shown me much. Uh, Last week was good, though. Yeah, it was good, but our defense did not uh, show up, which I I don't think the Steelers are very good offensively, so I think that the defense doesn't need to be that dominant this week. I think this will be a low-scoring game. Uh, I think it's going to be just kind of whoever, like literally whoever gets the 17 points might win this game. As I was saying, I do not think the Bears will actually win by 35. I think they do win the game, however, but I don't think it'll be by 35. I think the score will probably be 21 to 15 Bears. I think... The Bears' defense. 15. How the hell are they going to get 15? They had 15 last week. Oh, yeah. Well, the Browns had 15 happen? last week. <laughs> what, are they going to have five field goals? Yeah. The Bears' defense is going to stop them. Okay. I think, however, that this is a game that Red Zone is going to forget about. I don't think there's going to be many points at all. Yeah. I'm not sure why this is a primetime Monday night game, which I'm not, I'm not mad about because I'm a Bears fan. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if this is going to be that entertaining. Well, primetime because... The Steel- they thought the Steelers were going to be good again like they were last year at the beginning of the year. Steelers are having their troubles. Uh, Big Ben needs to retire. Yeah, they are long gone. You got Juju who can't do anything. Well, he's hurt now. He's out for the season. Well, yeah, Juju, I mean, even with him healthy, though, yeah, I don't know he what didn't. he's doing. And uh, Claypool is a really good uh, wide receiver. But, but you have Big Ben throwing the ball, and he can't throw, yeah, the, he can't throw anymore. The, he was good in his prime. The Steelers need a revamp on their team very badly. Okay, so finally to finish our podcast, we're going to kind of, uh, every Thursday we're going to talk about uh, kind of our locks for this week. Uh, we're going to give, each of us are going to give two uh, locks we have for that week, whether it be the spread, whether it be outright money line, whether it be uh, an over-under, and then we're going to finish off with one of our favorite underdogs this week. Uh, so, Dev, you want to start out with your two uh, yes. your locks? Well, we'll state our record of our locks before every pick, but since this yeah. is the first week... We're 0-0 right now. We're yeah. 0-0, and my two locks are Chargers minus 1.5. I think the Chargers win, especially if Herbert is playing. If Herbert's not playing, I still think they might get a win. I don't trust the Eagles. I don't like the Eagles. I cannot say that the Eagles will win. I think the Chargers win that game. And then Cowboys minus 10. I think the Cowboys are... Top four team in the league right now. Defense is playing really good. Dak's coming back with other weapons like Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper. I don't I think Michael Gallup might be coming back soon, too. He could be back this week. Even if he doesn't, I still think the Cowboys will beat them by 10. All right, my two locks this week are going to be the Packers and Chiefs under 48. I don't think there's going to be much scoring in this game. Uh, the Chiefs have proven not to have much going on offense right now. And obviously, you got Packers without Rodgers. You got uh, Jordan Love behind the center this week. Uh, so I do think that this under is going to be 48. Uh, my other lock is going to be uh, the Ravens uh, minus six against the Vikings at home. I think the Ravens are going to, uh, you know, try to get a bounce back game uh, and try to get one in the win column. And the Vikings just are coming off a very bad loss against the Cowboys, and I just don't have much faith in them. So my lock is going to be the Ravens minus six against the Vikings at home. And then uh, we'll go into our underdog finally, and my underdog is going to be Atlanta against the Saints. Uh, The Saints obviously are trying to work through some things with Trevor Simeon. I know they did have a really good win against the Bucs last week, uh, but Atlanta is always a team that – 
They're scrappy. They're scrappy, and Atlanta always, for some some reason, always has these wins every now and again in the season where they shouldn't win the game, but they somehow win the game. Uh, and they do always play really well against the Saints. I feel like every year, they're the game Atlanta against the Saints is a close game. Uh, but I do think Atlanta is going to come out on top with the Saints just because I think that they're going to be trying to figure out the whole offense with Simeon. Who's your underdog, Dev? Um, realistically, I know the Bears have disappointed us all year long, but I do think they at least cover the six points against the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers' offense, again, can score. I don't like the Steelers at all. I think the Bears will at least lose by six or less or win the game outright. Uh, I also think... It will be under 40 points. Gotcha. So this is going to wrap up our first ever episode on Pigskin Talk. Uh, I got uh, Tristan here and Dev with me. Uh, We're going to come and bring you episodes every uh, Monday night, I believe, and every Thursday. Uh, We're going to kind of dive in every Monday night on uh, the previous week's games, and then every Thursday talk about the upcoming week and news that broke that week. Uh, But we're signing off today, and thank you, and see you next time.